Greetings and welcome to another impactful episode of Dr. Essie Speaks Education Podcast Show. I am Dr. Essie McCoy, your award-winning podcast host. Furthermore, I am an award-winning educator, motivational speaker, seven times Amazon best-selling author, international best-selling author, magazine contributor, and coach. Also, I am the president, CEO, and founder of my own educational consulting company, Dr. Essie Speaks LLC. I assist you in elevating your leadership skills so that you can turn your challenges into opportunities, failures into successes, ensure that responsibilities are fulfilled, and enhance your capacity to lead. Today's show will motivate, inspire, and uplift your spirit. It is with a phenomenal woman who has so much class and sophistication. She is poised, graced, and blessed. She has done some amazing things on her journey, and more is yet to come. Let me just say, I am so blessed to know her and to be in her company. She has touched the lives of so many individuals. My honored guest is none other than Mrs. Maria Stanfield. Maria is a leader in her own area of expertise, and she has a powerful story to share. Let me share a little bit more about her journey. A native of Washington, D.C., Ms. Stanfield is the founder and executive director of My Sister's Closet, a nonprofit organization that supports disadvantaged women in their quest to achieve a strong financial, professional, and spiritual foundation. She works to support women by providing professional attire, career development training, and spiritual guidance that fosters long-term personal prosperity and career success. In addition, Mrs. Stanfield has recently launched her dynamic professional development and career coaching practice. My sister CEO, the organization's mission is to connect women in business, entrepreneurs, and brand builders to fuel a cycle of collaboration and growth. We value business mentorship, coaching practices, and community engagement. Ms. CEO, host monthly events and workshops that provide resources, social networking, and strategic planning sessions to drive this mission home. Mrs. Stanfield has been a featured panelist, breakout speaker, and featured career coach for the Steve Harvey Act Like a Success Conference keynote speaker of Daughters of Legacy Conference, career advisor, and breakout speaker for the Washington, D.C. Next Gen Summit breakout speaker for the Association of Legal Administrators and a host of other human resources conferences and radio shows too numerous to name. Ms. Stanfield was profiled in the Washington Lawyer DC Bar Magazine, Changing Dress Codes for the Law Firms, Washington Business Journal, Change at the Top, a two-part series about making the most of management changes, discussing her successful integration and communication tactics. Ms. Stanfield has also been featured in Working Mother Magazine, a Working Mother of the Year's Best Companies for Working Mothers edition. In addition to running her companies, Ms. Stanfield recently retired from a top-ranking position as Director of Administration from an international law firm. She has an incredible story of determination and professional tenacity of how she worked her way to the top, which she lays highlights in her new book, from the front desk to the corner office. Miss Stanfield cherishes her loving husband, Kevin, of 33 years and their three daughters and the newest addition, her beautiful granddaughter, Blair. Congratulations, Miss Stanfield.
I'm going to take a quick commercial break. And when I come back, I'll give my guest, Mrs. Maria Stanfield, an opportunity to share with our listening audience. As always, remember to check out my website at www.dressiespeaks.com, where you can find all the books about school transformation, school leadership, and so much more. In addition, you can check out my latest Amazon best-selling international book. I'll be right back. When you leave your business, do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone. At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Call 202-505-5309. That's 202-505-5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Greetings. This is Dr. Essie McCoy, your podcast host of Dr. Essie Speaks Education. I am elated to bring you a weekly show where I discuss everything about education. That's right. What you want to know, what you don't know, and what you need to know will be aired each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Get ready, mark your calendars, and tune in to this show as we keep the pulse on education from an award-winning educator. Remember, once again, to tune in every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks Education, your award-winning podcast host, Dr. Essie McCoy. My special guest again is Mrs. Maria Stanfield, amazing individual in so many ways. You are such a positive example. I mean, a positive example of women making an impact. And just let me say congratulations to you on all of your success. And I know today that our listeners will benefit greatly from our conversation. So welcome to my show. Thanks for being my special guest. And how are you doing? Thank you, Dr. Essie. I am fabulous. Thank you. The way you read my bio, it's just, uh, I've never heard it quite read like that. You are just such an orator and I appreciate you so much. And I'm so honored to be with you today. Well, you know what? I am honored. You are just an amazing young lady. And I have learned so much from you just being in your company, watching you. I talked about your grace and your poise and your spirit. Oh my goodness. I just can't wait to jump into this conversation with you. So once again, I am honored and thank you. So yes, I read your bio and tell our listeners just a little bit more about yourself and some of the projects or things that you have on the horizon. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share. I who you know I had this question asked me recently. Like, who is Maria Stanfield? And you know, outside of the bio, and I answered, and I still stand on this, Doctor Essien. And I believe, as women who are on a mission, you and I and women like us are still evolving. We are still growing. 
as a lifelong learner and an educator yourself, I, I too am not where I used to be, right? But I am still not where I want to be. And I'm not even sure, quite honestly, where that will end up. But I know that I'm going to work hard to continue to grow, lean into my purpose, my passion, and my calling so that I am living this life that I believe is, is the intention of my creator. I'm a woman of faith. Uh, I'm a woman who honors her husband and, and honors his rightful place in leading our household. And, and this is one of the things that I talked about, Dr. Essie, in my book, is, you know, being this, you know, forth, in the forefront, the uh, powerhouse women that we are, but having a husband who covers me, who, who allows me um, to go be out there, but he's also behind me, supporting me and encouraging me. And I, I think that's a a broad brush overview of who is Maria Stanfield. What I'm doing these days is also evolving. As you mentioned, I have just left that big corner office, that boardroom, the, the big uh, high profile executive compensation packages, and I walked away from it all. Because although I went from the front desk to the corner office, there is more. I found that I wasn't completely fulfilled. We think that having all the title, having the corner office and the windows, the prestige of it all, we think we've made it. But I was reminded that there is more. And so at this stage in my life, I'm launching now my third business. <laughs> so I have a nonprofit, a coaching practice, and now I'm launching the Future Face of Law. And that is an organization that supports law students of color in this workforce that, to be honest, is still struggling with diversity and inclusiveness. We are working with law students and big law firms to bridge the gap of diversity and the, the, the lack of people of color holding their rightful place in big law firms. And so I'm hosting various programs, webinars, and conferences to bring the two together, again, to bridge that divide. You know, you are truly, indeed, a beautiful spirit, and greatness exudes from you in everything you do. And I know that you're going to have an even greater impact in the future. I am just so amazed at you. I could just listen to you all day. Your <laughs> spirit you. radiates through you sharing with others, and you're so genuine. And I know that third business, you will have much, much success. So congratulations to you. So Maria has done all these wonderful things and I'm right there with you. Um, you know how sometimes we think we want to achieve this, we want to pursue this goal, we want to pursue this dream, and then we get to the end and realize that, wait a minute, God has something else for me to do. And we are inspired by someone along that journey. So tell us about who inspired you. I, the first person who inspired me is my mother. Her name is Mary. And, uh, you know, people laugh and they say, look, I don't know how I, I get up at 4 a.m. I get my workout on and, and my prayer time. And, and, and then I, you know, go about my business and begin working my business. And it's like, you just constantly hustling. And, and 
you know, but when you, you know, they say that when you work in your passion, you're never really working. But I saw my mother, I saw my mother who, look, I'm going to say this, she's going to kill me for saying this. She was the ultimate hustler. My mother did by whatever means possible to make sure that her four daughters, my sisters and I were cared for. Uh, she, my mom at the age of 14, uh, I saw my mom experience domestic violence by, by my dad. And it was traumatic and uh, traumatic for everyone, not, not my mother, my sisters and I. My father left and we were about to lose our home. And I saw my mother do the impossible. She had three days to save our house, to save our home, the home that we'd only been in for a few years. And I saw a woman who worked nights so she could get the, the, the pay that the, it was called night differential, that she could get the pay. I saw my mother sell what she needed to sell, you know, the items that she needed to sell. I saw her sacrifice. I saw her give to the poor, even though Dr. Essie, we were poor. I mean, like now when I think about it, we were poor, but my mom was a giver. She was a supporter. And so that influence as a young girl watching my mother has really been my true inspiration and gives me gives me life to be honest it gives me it gives me life it gives me intention and it, it gives me hope that um, that I too can inspire others well you know what you have said so many things that we could probably just stop right there and just have a conversation but you know mothers are so so amazing and you had a great mother who inspired you. And um, it's amazing to see you where you are now, even though you talked about domestic violence, you know, it's the stories and the struggles that make us and mold us and create us and we help others on our journey. And that poorness journey, I can relate to it, trust me. But guess what? It made us the persons that we are today. And so thank you. So how, tell us, how did you get started in your business? Um, what inspired you and motivated you now to get ready to open a third business? Well, I'll tell you when I first started, <laughs> this is a funny story. You know, it's not, it's not the uh, pie in the sky, beautiful story. It's really a story of fear. <laughs> and I know that's unexpected, but Dr. Essie, it's really a story of um, fear. And I, in working with a law firm, we, you know, there are always talks in the business world of mergers. And there was this merger that was about to happen. We were just a week out from the final paper to be signed for our, meg our mega firm to join a mega, mega firm. And they didn't want the office that I was working in. And I said, oh God, I have, I have, you know, these three young daughters. My husband and I are just barely making it. One's in college. The other one's about to go to college. And I was just praying to God. I said, God, you've got to make a way that I would keep my job. And, and, you know, I'm just praying and asking God. And, and I said, Lord, what am I supposed to do? And he said, I told you what to do start my sister's closet. I said, Lord, I don't think you heard me right. See, I'm about to lose my job and you want me to start a nonprofit? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but obedience is better than sacrifice. The merger didn't go through. 
I in fact got a promotion beyond my imagination. I launched the nonprofit, fumbled through that, uh, not really understanding all the dynamics to that. Now I teach other women how to do that, but um, how to really set up and, and stand up a successful 5013C nonprofit organization. And then from there, uh, as I grew the nonprofit and, and believe it or not, during the pandemic, my sister's closet has had the best year, most impactful year, most the greatest fundraising year through the pandemic. I mean, that it just tells you it gets, it's only a God thing. After starting the nonprofit, there were a number of women who came to me for the resources that we provide who quite honestly could afford to pay for them. That's how I launched the, uh, the second arm in my coaching practice, My Sister CEO. And, and from there, um, it's just been an amazing journey. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, I knew that there was more. And I planned for, um, as you mentioned in my bio, I planned for my departure from the law firm because I could no longer rest there. I could no longer just sit and be comfortable there. I could no longer not walk in the fullness of what I knew that I was called to do. And so I began planning. I began planning in 2017, believe it or not, I started planning for the day. My last day at my law firm was January 31st and uh, 2022. But I began planning for that in 2017. Now, the planning of that, I didn't have the future face of law. I didn't have clarity on it, but I knew it was something. And I just allowed it to, I trusted the process, I guess is the best way to put that. I trusted the process of the evolution that it would come and it absolutely did. And so on the final day of, of my um, day of work at the law firm, I was completely at peace. That peace that either the, the scripture says that surpasses all understanding, I had such peace when I walked away from that position and now into this third business. And I am so excited about what God is about to do and the opportunities for our attorneys, our, our future attorneys of color, the future face of law, my new business that's going to impact diversity in law firms like nothing has ever happened before. I believe that once again, congratulations. I know that the many lives that you're going to touch and impact will just transcend from generation to generation. So I'm just excited for you. And I think I recently saw where you were given another significant position at your church. Tell us a little bit about that. I know. I'm like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> literally, Dr. Essie, literally the week, the week after I uh, walked away from my position, I, my pastor offered me the role of uh, the, to lead our women's ministry. I'm not even sure what the title is uh, and, and which is no, it's, it's not important to me, but he asked me to lead the women's ministry. And you just never know who's watching you. You never know the impact that you're having. I mean, we think we know, but it's really happening behind the scenes. God is setting us up. Like I didn't know, but God knew. But this is what got me. 
I, as I was journaling, I love to journal. As I was journaling, I was just saying, I just like, wow, this was God's plan the whole time. Every step of the way, if we could pause for a moment and just think of how all the things that we went through, the good and the bad, everything that we went through led us up to the next success, this next position, this next level. God was, is positioning us. Even when I wasn't completely obedient or I paused or I was hesitant or I questioned, God is still faithful to bring you to the place where he intends you to be. And so, yes, as the, um, the new person who is now designated to oversee this mega church women's ministry, I am so deeply humbled and honored to be chosen. But I know that God called me to this place at this time in my life. He's such an intentional God. I'm just, a, he just continues to amaze me. And you know, you are so right on target. I'm going to say two things and then we're going to move on. Let go and let God. And also you talked about the story of fear. And we know that we have to walk by faith. We have to walk even when we have to walk alone. And then we have to walk afraid sometimes. But guess what? We just keep walking and let go and let God. So you've been on a long journey and I know that you've faced some challenges. Tell us about some of those challenges and also tell us about some of your greatest successes. Well, I'm going to start with my greatest successes <laughs> and, and, and um, my three daughters. Those are my greatest successes and a successful marriage of that my husband and I go into our 38th year. I look at my daughters and the scripture comes to life, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. Although they're not old, they're young women and they're living in their purpose and in their calling. They too, like me, are working full time, but each of them runs their own business. They're all entrepreneurs. They are creating uh, their own path for what they're called to do. Each and every one of them gives back to the community. One of my daughters um, runs two businesses and one of them is a nonprofit, Enriched. And I am so just so godly proud of all three of them and they are truly my successes. Some of the challenges though that I've had along the way is um, to be honest, the challenges uh, on, in the outside, outside of our home, uh, to me are less. I mean, certainly as a black woman, I faced discrimination. I remember um, the week that George Floyd was murdered. I was jogging uh, as, I, as I have been and my girlfriend and I are jogging and this man in a blue pickup truck, a white man guns his engine and he tries to run us down. Essentially, he tries to kill us. Uh, we ran for our lives, jumped in the bushes and we ran for our lives. And, you know, obviously today I'm here to talk, to tell you the story, but it could have been different. That man did not know me. 
people, you know, I told this story to my office who, you know, I run this large law firm at the time. And I told this story to my office and I said, um, you know, just telling them, I said, he didn't know me. And I opened it up for questions. And one of the women said, I just can't believe it. I cannot believe you, Maria, you, the, the, the leader of this law firm, the high profile that you have, that someone would do that. But she said, that's the first time that as a white woman, I know someone directly affected by this racial unrest. And the, her comment to that, others began to chime in. So even though there were challenges with racism, both internally in my workplace and externally in my life, the opportunity to be able to share those experiences and awaken something in people who may say it's happening, oh, that's happening on the other side of the country, or that's not really happening in my neighborhood, to bring that to light, those challenges are even those are going to work for good because we're going to expose uh, that racism. We're going to expose it and we're going to change the platform. And that is why I am so passionate about my new project, The Future Face of Law. Well, you know, Maria, I am so sorry that you experienced such a horrific incident and you know, some people would not have shared that, but when I believe when we share our experiences, even though they're not positive all the time and our stories, sometimes we break barriers and we create those connections. So I do thank you for sharing that. And I just want to say this because, you know, I'm a mother too, and um, I have a daughter and a son, but mm -hmm. I always say like mother, like daughter, and in your case, like mother, like daughters, and you have been such a positive role model for so many, but when you see your own kids and you are their role model, it speaks volume. So amazing, just amazing. And so I know that you're helping people, women all over the world. And how do you continue to share resources and information? And um, how do you feel that you're going to help people in the future? I know you talked about the law um, business that you're opening up and the two previous businesses. So tell us a story or something that is profound that just continues to propel you forward. Thank you for the opportunity to share this. I remember when I first joined the law firm uh, in Virginia, and this was this was a big promotion for me. I walked in, um, the, the managing partner said, we're going to go and we're going to meet with everybody in the office. We're going to have an all office meeting, okay? And so I remember back to that 14-year-old girl feeling abandoned by my father when he hit my mother and walked out, and my heart's beating and racing. Um, because I just feel like I'm not worthy. I'm just like, I'm just this still this young 14 year old girl having all of these emotions. And I remember him walking into the boardroom and he, he walked in this big, long wood mahogany table and he sits in the middle. And uh, he says, we're gonna be here early. We're gonna just, you know, brainstorm a little bit and prepare for the meeting. And uh, so I mirror his position, Dr. Essie, and I sit across from him. And he's, he's looking down and he's writing and he looks up at me and he says, Maria, that is not your seat. And I, I, you know, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the up and down the boardroom table and there's nobody in the room yet. And he says, 
you are leading this law firm. Take your rightful place at the head of this table. That changed my trajectory of my career and my life. I am teaching others how to take their rightful position to no longer sink back, shrink back to the woman or man who is thinking about what they don't bring to the table, but why they're there, how they're there, and that they belong there. So at this stage, I am empowering others to take their rightful seat, to wear their confidence as an accessory, the most important accessory that they can wear, that they are chosen and called. And I do that through my coaching programs to uplift and encourage, but most of all, to empower, not to motivate, but to empower, to impart power back to you. This, this world, this social media platforms has stolen so much of our identities that we look to others for affirmation. My goal, my hope is for you to take back who you are and to walk boldly in the person that you've been called to be. Wow, that is powerful. And, you know, I have spoken and had an opportunity to converse with a lot of people. And I can tell you, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say your confidence is your greatest accessory. That is powerful. Wow. I will continue to use that. So thank you. So Dr. Essie Speaks Educational Consultant is about sharing resources to help others achieve their goals. What advice and resources would you provide to others? You know, and I can say this, there are so many young people trying to figure out what to do beyond high school. And what advice would you give to them? Because, you know, Dr. Essie Speaks is all about education, motivating, inspiring, uplifting, empowering others. So tell us some advice that you would give to anyone and especially to these young people that are coming out of high school. Oh, I love high school students. Oh my gosh. I, um, I speak life to you, high school students. <laughs> I speak life to you because the world speaks so much death and destruction. I give you permission to win. God has given you permission to win. You are set up to win. Now, when I graduated high school, um, because of the domestic violence that occurred in my home, I got a second job. My friends were going off to college and they were doing their thing. And um, yeah, and I was so sad and jealous and envious of them being able to go off to college and to get that higher level education, but that's not, not everyone. So it doesn't matter whether you go off to college, you go to trade school, your next is your next. It does not prevent you. Now, now, now you, read, you heard my bio. I've been on stages with, with um, Steve Harvey and, and many, many other celebrities. I've had articles written about me and, and I've, I was nominated and chosen as working mother of the year. This is the same woman who graduated high school and had to work. College came much, much later for me. So whatever the journey you're on, whatever that looks like, it does not eliminate, it does not negate, it does not delete success in your life. 
And so the people that are around you, they'll probably only be there for a short season. You'll have a whole new community, a whole new set of friends. And, they, and those people along the way will help you, but be sure to find a mentor, someone who is looking out for your best interest, someone that you look up to, a role model, and outline why they're your role model, and then chart your course. But know that your future, your success is already predestined. You have the victory. Wow. I feel like I'm in church. Amen. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> you know what? Young people, I just want to reiterate something that she said. Um, and that is you have the permission to win. And, you know, I am interacting with young people all the time. And I tell them education is so important. And I'm not talking about degrees, but educate yourself about what you want to become. As you said, Maria, if you want to go to a trade school, if you want to do an apprenticeship, internship, go to the military, go to college, become an entrepreneur, guess what? You have to study and know what it is that you're getting ready to get yourself into and surround yourself with the people where based on where you want to go. And so thank you for that powerful advice. And so tell us how listeners can get in contact with you. Well, I'm on every social media platform, LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, I am on Facebook, and uh, you, can, you can follow me there where I provide lots of teaching and preaching <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, and coaching uh, through my platforms. And you can also follow my, my uh, website is uh, mariastanfieldandco.com and you can follow me there. Uh, I would just love for you to connect with me. If you are at a place where you're not sure, where you're, you're searching, you're, you're, you've lost your confidence for whatever reason, I'd love for people to reach out to me at info at futurefaceoflaw.com. And just, just connect with me, email me. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on all my social media platforms. I would love to connect with you. And you know what? I just want to say business woman of the year, Mrs. Maria Stanfield. <laughs> thank you so much for being on my show today, being my special guest and just sharing with the listeners. You just poured your heart and we could feel your spirit. Continue doing the phenomenal things that you're doing and may God continue to bless you because guess what? I know you will continue to make a powerful impact. So thank you again. Thank you. It's been a blessing and an honor. Indeed. And as I always say, education is hard work, but it is also heart work. Thanks for listening. And remember to visit my website at www.dressiespeaks.com, where you can find all the links to my podcast, my social media platforms, books, and so much more. Remember to get your copy of Empowered to Win, an international bestseller. Join me each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. for Dr. Essie Speaks Education. Until then, be safe, be blessed, and make a positive difference in the lives of others.